Here we go. Another audio podcast of Neil Tennis. As always, these podcasts are brought to you by the Racket Man, the industry leader in racket stringing, racket repair, and customization. Go to www.theragaman.net for more info. Okay, we have with us today a repeat guest. We had him on a little bit over a year ago, but since much has changed since that point, we wanted to have him back on today. Please welcome third-year men's assistant tennis coach at Baylor University, Michael Woodson. Michael, thanks for coming back and having another conversation with us. Thanks, David. I appreciate you you having me on. It's been a busy summer, so excited to be back with you. Yeah, I'm sure it has been, and we're going to get into that. So by way of background, for those that don't know, Michael played college tennis at Valparaiso, then did an unbelievable job as the associate head coach at Valpo, helping guide his team set numerous team and individual records. While we won't go into all the amazing work Coach Woodson did at Valpo, I strongly urge you to listen to the previous podcast I did with Coach Woodson, which you can find on iTunes and on Google Play, where we go into great detail on Coach Woodson's journey through tennis and his work with that program. So today, we're going to hit on a number of topics that are much more current. So let's go right into that surprise announcement with Coach Matt Canole's resignation right after the 2018 season. Uh, Michael, I'll ask you. You know, were you surprised by it? Did, did Coach Canole give you any hints that this may coming? Um, uh, this may be coming. I mean, he'd been at been at Baylor for what twenty two years and won a national championship. Um, kind of walk us through your your reaction through that. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened really quickly. Uh, I think it took us all by surprise. Um, you know, Coach Canole had uh, done an unbelievable job building Baylor's tennis program from the ground up. Uh, had amazing success, uh, gave me the opportunity of a lifetime, uh, you know, to, to join him and, and help pursue, you know, Baylor tennis greatness, uh, you know, and try to continue what he had built there. Um, it, it was certainly surprising for, for me, surprising for the players, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I think for him it was it was a time to, to move on and, and pursue other career interests. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, we're, for us, me, the, the players, Baylor Tennis, the university are, are forever indebted to, to him for the, the great work that he did in building a, a tennis powerhouse. So I uh, really appreciate everything that he, he did for us. Yeah, so, you know, now you have an interim period here, right? You had just moved your family down there a little, little while ago. You had a beautiful baby girl. You're getting settled. Um, you just finished your second year, and boom, this happens. Um, you know, it, there's an interim period. Everything moved quickly, and we'll get to that. But during those few weeks where you were kind of in limbo, um, did you, and, and honestly as you can, uh, if, if you can't speak about it, did, did you look at any other openings at schools or were you 100% committed to, to stay and put at Baylor and seeing how, how things would shake out? Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was happened so fast. We still had the NCAA individuals going on. All the players were still there. Uh, there was a lot to be done. Uh, a lot, a lot of uncertainty with, uh, with everything moving forward into the, the next year. Guys asking a lot of questions, wanting answers, wanting uh, stability, you know, wanting to, to feel comfortable with what was going to happen, and um, you know, still being with, with several guys still in season. Uh, you know, I, I just honestly just took over and and started uh, coaching the team and, and running things as best I could. Um, it was it felt relatively natural because of my previous experiences, but um, at the same time, you know, I, I think my family felt uh, some uncertainty and some unease 
uh, with my wife and Davey and her, her parents living in Waco now. Uh, you know, there was certainly a little uncertainty with what was going to happen. Uh, I can be completely honest and say that I didn't look anywhere else uh, because I just felt like I had a job to do and, and uh, I wanted to do right by the players and the university, I believe, in this administration and, and uh, their, you know, their goals, their, their you know, their motto, what they stand for. And, and uh, you know, I felt like they deserved me doing the best job that I could do. And, and I trusted that it would have my back in the long run. Uh, and so, you know, there was a lot to be done. And to be honest, I never really even thought about anything other than just doing the best I could at that time. And it was, everything moved pretty quickly. So there wasn't a whole lot of time for me to sit without players, uh, without anything to do and think what's next. Yeah, nicely said. So, again, like you said, everything kind of moved really quickly. So now the rumors uh, started to surface with, with Brian Boland becoming a possible head coach down at Baylor. Um, obviously, Coach Boland's such a great guy to learn from. He, he's top of the top. I mean, he's won several national championships at the University of Virginia. As those rumors started to surface, um, what was going through your mind? It's funny. I, I, I think I was probably the first person to... Uh to think that this might happen, I'm sure I wasn't, but, um, you know, I, I had heard some rumors about Brian and college tennis and, uh, you know, kind of started to put two and two together. I mean, it's, you know, Baylor's uh, trying to be the best. And if we're going to be the best, we need to go after the best. And, and Brian has, has shown that, that there's no one better. Um, you know, that there might be uh, coaches out there that are as good. But the success that he has had uh, speaks for itself. Uh, and so I actually kind of thought that this might happen. And as I was starting to put two and two together, I got a call from, from Brian. Um, and he told me uh, a day or two before anybody else knew that he was uh, going to be a Baylor Bear and that we were going to win national championships together. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of time for me to think, oh gosh, what's going to happen? You know, do I, you know, am I going to have a job or not? Um, he made me feel secure right away, which, uh, you know, put, put me and my family at ease. Yeah, so I want to kind of talk about that a little because in all sports this happens. There's a head coaching change, and the head coach may bring in someone else than whoever is currently on the staff. And, and I believe you actually went down to meet with Coach Boland down in Lake Nona. If people don't know, Coach Boland was um, teaching at the USDA for this past year. And when you went down, that was your first time kind of meeting with him face-to-face, correct? Uh, in this situation, yes. Right. So at that point, were you pretty secure that he was going to retain you, or was this something that you, know, you were kind of basically doing an interview with him? Uh, I think I, you know, I felt pretty good. Uh, you know, I know he wanted to meet me, but, but he made it pretty clear that I was going to be staying on. Uh, it was an interview more so from his family than anything. I spent a lot of time with his kids and, and his wife, Becky, they're unbelievable. Uh, just an amazing family. And, and uh, you know, it was so nice to be able to spend that time with them and get to know them and let them get to know me. And uh, we even got my, my wife 
staff on the phone, uh, on speakerphone, and talk to them. And we were able to address the players as a group together uh, and then individually. And we spent a lot of the day actually just talking to the players and talking about the players and uh, you know, helping him get to know the situation at Baylor as best as possible. And uh, so, you know, I think we were able to get to know each other a little bit, uh, but it was more about you know, helping him understand the, the team and the players. And there was plenty of time, uh, you know, uh, the next several days for us to get to know each other. Got it. So this whirlwind is kind of going through its process now. So Coach Bolin is named the head coach. He announces then he's keeping you on as his assistant coach. Obviously a relief to not only you, but to also your whole family. And then one of the first items of business, and this was kind of spread out on social media quite a bit. It was pretty cool. Um, one of the first items of business is, I guess we would call this the Baylor World Tour, which you and Coach Bolin went on to meet uh, every current Baylor player on their roster in their hometown and or country. Um, I guess kind of talk us through that. How many places did you visit? How many plane trips did you make? Obviously, you're spending a crazy amount of time with Coach Bolin, so if you didn't get anything, uh, if, you, if you guys didn't talk about anything the first couple times you spoke, you'll definitely have, you definitely had the time to do it on, on this, uh, I guess, world tour, so to speak. Yeah, we definitely had plenty of time to get to know each other uh, over those eight days. Um, you know, one of the first things he said was, I want to meet the players. I said, well, they're everywhere. <laughs> uh, there's, there's one that's here in, in Waco, and, and everybody else is home. He said, well, that's fine. That's where we're going to go. Um, and he told each guy on the phone, like, I'll see you next week. And they didn't really understand what he meant. They thought he was kidding uh, or he would talk to them next week. But we literally went and saw every single guy. Um, it took me, uh, our director of ops, and our travel agent three days nonstop work to get it right. Uh, to make sure that there was a five or six hour window where we could be where the player was going to be at that time, make sure that you know that everybody was in the right place. Uh, and it ended up being 17 flights, 10 countries in eight days. Uh, it was it was incredible. Wow. Yeah. This is not this is not Waco to New York, then Waco to L.A., then Waco to wherever. This is how many countries did you say? 17 flights in 10 uh, countries. We, we were in 10 countries. That's crazy, and obviously it's huge that your administration, uh, you know, we're behind you on doing that, because obviously a new coach coming in, that's the first thing that you need to develop is the relationships with not only your staff, but obviously with the players on the roster. Absolutely, and I think it was uh, massive for the players to, to begin to build that trust. Obviously, that's going to take a lot of time, but uh, to, to develop the rapport, to get to know the guys, to you know, show the commitment level, um, and I think that's you know that's Brian Bowling for you. His excellence. He wants to go above and beyond, and, and he cares for and loves his players. So I think he made that exceedingly clear in the, uh, within the first week. Yeah, I'd say so. So you you've been around college tennis now for a number of years. And you've been with Coach Bowling now for a few months. Can you kind of describe some of the things that really stand out to you about him? I know you kind of already addressed it, but are there, you know, whether it's his communication with the players, communications with you, what are what are a couple of things that that really kind of clearly stand out to you? I would say he's super energetic um, and passionate about what he's doing. I mean, you can tell that he's made for college tennis, and that he is about affecting players and, and helping them grow and learn and develop uh, and, and it's I think it's by empowering them to have a voice and for them you know to feel that it's okay for them to have 
thoughts and and beliefs and be stubborn and be you know who whatever their culture is to, to embrace that uh, and make it more of a, a communication by learning as opposed to not telling. Uh, and I really like how he just asks questions and then asks questions about those questions and just keeps digging deeper until, you know, 10 minutes later, the guy's told you his whole life story uh, deeper than anything I've ever heard before. And I've known the guys for years. Uh, and it's pretty impressive to see him do that, not just with, you know, the players, but with staff, with his you know, leadership, uh, and, and he says all the time, you know, that you have to learn to lead your boss or lead your leaders, uh, and, and, I, and I think that that is one of the things that has stood out the most to me and, and makes him special. Yeah, well, again, well said. You know, um, you guys, since you've been, since he's been announced as the head coach, you really haven't been on court with him as far as working with the guys, and the team will start to come back. We're in, what, the tail end of July right now. Team's going to start to come back to school this fall semester. It's going to be at that point where you really work hand-in-hand with him on the court. Um, you've seen him you know, basically as a competitor before going up against his teams, but now you got him as a partner. And you kind of talked just um, recently about the communication skills that he has as far as on court um, you got to be so fired up to be to be co- not only coaching with him on court, but also learning um, from him as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I'm I'm really excited about the the way that um, he does things. Obviously, I've been uh, super fortunate to learn from Coach Doherty, and then a national championship coach and Coach Canole, and now another national championship coach and Coach Boland. And um, yeah, I think they all do things very differently, and so I'm really excited to to see how. Uh, Brian teaches more individually and uh, empowers the players to uh, drive how they want to develop and and how we can surround them to become the best professional that they can be both on and off the court. So uh, I'm super excited for for two weeks from now when all the guys get back. I'm I'm sure you are. And, you know, we've been going here for a little while. I know you're working some futures tournaments right now. You're actually in the same state as me, I believe, but a few hours away. Um, yeah, that's correct. I'm uh, doing the USTA collegiate team coaching, so I'm working with a handful of the top American college players, which actually is so much fun. I love taking the uh, the team aspect and, and adding it into an environment where there's not so much pressure and, and coaches against coaches and players against players. You're just all trying to help each other get better. And, um, it's a lot of fun and actually just kind of uh, gets me excited for for the next couple of weeks when, when the, the Baylor players start getting back to, to school and, and we get into the heart of the fall season. Got it. So, like again, I know you're really busy. Thanks again for, for spending some time with us today. We all look forward to following along with your coaching journey. It's off to a heck of a start, and like you said, the coaches you've been around and are learning from is um, gonna is just unbelievable. And who you get to learn from is great. And we uh, we look forward to seeing where all this takes you, Coach. And uh, I wanted to wish you a great rest of the summer. And thanks again for spending some time doing this. No, I, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, you, you do an unbelievable job, and every week is exciting to see. Uh, you know. Uh, your following's growing and wish you the best of luck and, and hope we can do this again sometime after some success for the Bears. I appreciate it, Coach. Thanks. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Stick See ya. <laughs>
Okay, so again, we've had him on before, Coach Will, Coach Woodson. He's a great young coach. He's learning from the best of the best. Um, he's been very fortunate with who he's learned from. So hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Again, check out every Thursday night, Courtside with Bielens and Tennis. Those are the Facebook live. Uh, I go for about 15, 20 minutes, and it depends. Sometimes I have a guest on with me. We'll go a little bit longer. So thank you all for listening, and stay tuned. We'll hopefully have another audio-only podcast soon. Thank you.